0: success is defined as the attainment of wealth position or honors synonyms for success are achievement fame and triumph your success quote of the week is it is better to be a failure at something you love than to be a success at something you hate by george burns hello and welcome to success the podcast where i teach you how to be the best at anything ranging from lying working sex parenting and even being a successful serial killer. This week's theme is work. We all want to do as little of work as possible and still get paid. That's the American dream, isn't it? Well, this week, I'm gonna give you a few tips on how to be successful at not doing anything at work and still appearing like a team player. First things first, never be late. Even during school, this is a big thing. Tardiness makes you look bad from the get-go, and if you're late, especially a number of times, They start to keep a better eye on you, and they expect you to try and cut other corners. So no matter what, always, always be on time for work. Once you're at work, that's when you can start cutting corners. For this podcast, I'm going to use an office job as my main example, simply because it's the easiest, and I'm lazy. A lot of what goes on in corporate America in the office revolves around technology. Phone calls to be made, papers to be faxed, but the beauty of technology is that you can Blame it for ruining your workflow and not take the heat because everyone knows it doesn't work all that well to begin with. Internet connections go down frequently, and somebody could be using the photocopier for hours, and you're not to blame for that. So whenever you can, unplug your modem, your router, or turn off your airport, and just act incompetent about technology if you're caught. We all know technology isn't for everyone. It's not like they can blame you for not knowing what the problem is or how to fix it. Besides, you get paid the same amount if you don't know how to fix it, so what's it hurt? This is why most companies have tech support. Make yourself seem more important than you actually are. The more integral to the company you appear to be, the more they'll keep you in mind for a promotion. But how can you do that while not doing any work? Surely to be important would require you to do an enormous amount of work. Well, actually, it's the opposite. The most important people are the people who generally don't do anything. Just take a look at any single famous celebrity right now. Why is Kim Kardashian famous? She hasn't done anything. Well, she probably did a few favors, but you don't want to go down that road. Appearance is key. If you have to spend money, spend it on clothes in your car. The fancier you appear, the more important you appear to be. People take note of that. Spend your free time in the office around your coworkers, complaining about all the work that you have done and all the work you have left to do. If your workload seems to be a lot, Then when you're finally placed on a team with these people, they'll feel guilty if they try and offload some of the team's work onto you. Phrases such as, man, this paperwork is killing me, and I was up until four this morning, usually work pretty well. And make sure to stretch and yawn a lot. Again, appearance is what's important. It's not like these people know you're sitting at home watching reality TV and not working, so say you work a lot. Meetings are the hardest part. This is the one place you'll actually have to be careful about, because you want to have input because not having input makes it seem useless and gets you fired, but you don't want to input too much because then you seem pushy, like you're trying to avoid something. The key here is to walk the fine line of coming up with a rather vague but important question pertaining to the meeting that just distracts everyone else. For example, say you're in a meeting discussing how to handle the new merger. Here are some of the things you can come up with that seem important, but really are misleading and a waste of time and resources. Number one, ask about facts of the other company. Facts are important, people need to know them, that's why they're facts. If you ask about this, it not only seems like you care, but it gets you about a half hour while everyone tries to find facts about the company you're merging with. Number two, ask how much money you're spending to merge with this company, then complain about that amount. Money's important, especially to a corporation, so if you bring up the question of how much this merger costs, you not only sound worried about the future of the company, but you also have now put stress on the mind of the person running the meeting and that makes them not want to run it much longer. And number three, always try and take people's lunch orders. This is a good plan at any job because it gets you out of the office. There's really nothing evil or weaselly about it. Just a good plan. If you're approached by a co-worker and asked to help with paperwork, agree to do it. Then just pass it off to another co-worker and tell them the boss wants it done. Once they're finished, Agree to take it to the boss, and instead take it back to the coworker who asked you to do it originally, putting your name on it instead of the person who actually did it. Makes you seem busy, caring, and compassionate, all while doing nothing. And finally, come up with a list of reasons you can't come into work at all, but still can get paid for the day. Things like, my mother is very ill right now, or my daughter broke her leg, and if your mother isn't ill or you don't have a daughter, simply adopt a daughter and poison your mom. Truth helps a little every now and then. Next week, when I teach you how to be a successful parent. Let's face it, most of you need the help.